Today's daf is daf nun. We are holding at the uh, two dots, a uh, little more than halfway down on a test on the days. Suvas Isha Beziburis. We have learned in our Mishnah that a uh, of an Isha gets paid off with the Ziburis properties. So we're going to be discussing the following Iksuva of a, a woman can be paid under two s- s- situations, two scenarios. It's still, I'm getting feedback here. You're still getting it? Okay. I, I can't make it any lower. All right, and, and then just turn it on. Okay. So uh, it gets paid with, 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 with under two, uh, can get paid in two scenarios. One is if the husband dies, and then she has to go to the estate, to the Yosomim, and collect from then. Or if the husband is still alive and he divorces her, and then she comes and collects from the husband under that circumstance. Our Mishnah didn't make it clear. Our Mishnah just said that Iksuva is collected from Ziburis. On the, on the, uh, so therefore, like this. So the question is, uh, which scenario was our Mishnah saying that the Isha gets her Iksuva? So Marzutra is going to say the following, right? Marzutra, the son of Rav Nachman, is going to say the following. This is very important. It's going to take us through uh, half of today's shear. He's going to say is that ostensibly a woman is a creditor. Right? It's like, uh, it's like an IOU. Right? So he says that the din that she can only use this to collect Zabura's properties is only told about when she's collecting from the Yosomim, from the estate. But if the husband's alive, it should be no different than a regular uh Creditor and a creditor we saw is from bainerness. So therefore, when it's said in the Mishnah that a, that a ksuvas isha is from a ziburis, it's specifically referring to where the husband died and the ksuvas coming from the yosomim. But if the husband is still alive, i.e., in a case of a divorce, he's going to have to pay her like a regular creditor, and therefore her right to collect would even be from bainerness. That's the point that Marzutra is going to make. And we're going to try and, and, and successfully refute him for most of today's shir. Let's see it inside. So, Amar Marzutra, Bereid, Rav Nachman, Amar, on the mission is only talking about Elamiyasmi, is when uh, the Iksu is being collected from the orphans. Avamine, but if it's collected from the husband himself, i.e. in a case of a divorce, uh, so the Mine Yidei, from the husband himself, Bebeinunis, then it's no different than a regular Chov, and a regular Chov is collected from Venus. Uh, so I'm going to ask the following question. Is that the fact that Tana, Rabbeinu Kodesh took the time out and to create special din that the Ksuva is collected from Ziburis, he says that can't be just talking about the case of the Yosomim. Because Yosomim, we're going to see there's an explicit Mishnah, Yosomim pay all creditors from Ziburis. If the din is the Yosomim always pay from Zeburis, then why do you have to identify specifically the Ksuva of an Isha is from Zeburis? The fact that the Mishnah identifies specifically the Ksuva and Isha is from Zeburis, that implies that it's not only talking about the case of Yosomim, but it's even talking about a case of when you're collecting, in a case of Gerusha, when you're collecting with the husband as well. But that's the, that's the point that I was going to ask. Miyasmi. So, uh, so my area Ksuva Isha, then why are, do you, are you singling out that the Ksuva of an Isha from the Yosomim is the Ziburis? All debt, all debt, whether it be 
for damages, whether it be for, uh, for, for regular IOU, whether it be for Ksuvas, Isha, not just specific Ksuvas, it's always from the Zaburis. It's only the Hatnan, because we learned in the Mishnah, there's going to be a Mishnah later on that the that's a standard loan not just Ksuva but a blanket across the board so therefore therefore is it not logic to say that if our Mishnah identifies specifically the Ksuva of an Isha is Minaziburis what must it be referring to? the husband not from the Yisraelim so therefore, la mine, mine. It's so much from him. What is going to push back as follows? No, we're trying to defend Marzutra's ruling. We're going to say our mission is talking about Yisraelim. Her, if she's collecting with the husband, be like a regular credit, be famous. The kasha you had. Why are you identifying single out uh, specifically that Ksuba from Yisraelim? I'll tell you why. Because. There is a svaro which we're going to encounter a number of times that's, the, that, that, that's called china. Now there's a machlogas rash in Tosvos how to understand china. But china really means endearment. To make something endearing or like, like chen. Chen is a charm. Like, so what, what is, how does Rashi learn china? Rashi learns china as follows. Is that we want to make sure that women will want to get married. Now, it's a little bit, seems to contradict the svara we had yesterday. Let's, not, let's leave that aside for right now. But there is a svara of chino that you want to make sure that women are going to be more motivated to get married because they know that their collection of their ksuva will be easier. Rashi learns that. So therefore, you might have thought that because of chino, even though a regular creditor... I'm sorry, even though from Yosomim generally, where by the way, the majority of Ksubas are going to be collected from Yosomim. Back in the day, divorce was negligible. The most time women collected their Ksuva would have been from the Yosomim. So you might have thought that in the case of Yosomim, that, that if you make it that they can only collect from Ziburis, like regular creditors, it might create a little bit of a uh, friction or a, a little bit of a, a, a second thought whether women want to get into this situation and therefore maybe even though normal creditors when they collect from Yosomim they collect from Ziburis maybe here they would have given a step up and then or, or, or left it alone anyway that by a, from, from the Yosomim she collects from Dainanis comes along the uh, Mishnah says no they're no different than any other creditors and when you come to Yosomim it is from Zaburis but we've answered the question our question was everybody from Yosomim is Zaburis why do you have to identify the Ksuva of the Isha so therefore no I'll tell you why because it's telling you we don't worry about the Sephora of Hina now that's Rashi's learning so Rashi learns Hina is that women are going to be more endearing the husband they'll find the men more endearing, endearing, knowing that their financial ability later on will be better, i.e. they'll be able to get from Ziburis. That's a Svar of China. Tazvah's learned the Svar of China is actually not referring to the, the men that they marry, but it's the men that want to marry them after 
their first husband have died. We want to give them the ability to be able to get married easier. So if the property they would get from the first husband was a higher grade property, then their second husbands would maybe see them in a different light. So that's what the Svar of Chira is. Either way, it works over here, however you want to do it. But the bottom line is that even though there is a Svar of Chira, it's not enough to bump, give a step up or bump up that it should be from Ziburus to Bainanis. But that's why you had to identify. But Einachinami, when it comes to collecting from the husband in a case of divorce, Marzutra still sticks to his guns. That what? That it doesn't matter. That in that case, it'll be like a regular creditor and she will be able to collect from Bainanis. So Tafka talking about uh, from Yosomim. That's the point we're making. Lo'olam says the Gemara, pushing back to defend Marzutra. It is only referring to Yosomim. And the Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the uh, redactor of the Mishnah, singled out specifically the Yosomim by the case of Ksuva, even though he said all debt from Yosomim is Beziburis. Why do you have to tell you that specifically in the case of Tzuvah? Because you might have thought to say, that because of the Svara of Chino, of Chain, the Rabbanon were more lenient on her behalf to allow her to do what? To collect from even Bainanis. So therefore, so therefore, Akila Rabbon and Gabo concerning her, Kamash Malan, that that leniency wasn't in. But at this point, Marzutra has been defended. Basically, is the Mishnah that says that Aksuba Isha collects from Ziburis is only talking about from the Yisomim, not talking about from the husband. The husband would have to pay like a, like a, like a debtor paying a creditor, which would be Bainanis. Alright. Amar Rabba. Toshima. Now, Rabba wants to bring a Raya from the uh, dissenting opinion in our Mishnah. The Tanakhama said that when she collects Aksuva, what does she collect from? Ziburis. Rab Meir came along and said, I disagree. I hold that the Ksuva of an Isha is collected from Bainanis. Now, what Rabba's question is going to be is that if you'll say that's referring to the husband, then I understand Rab Meir. That becomes the argument. Is there a step down or not? when it comes to dealing with a husband. But if you're telling me the Mishnah is specifically talking about Yosomim, then it comes out Rav Meir is difficult to understand. Because what, Rav Meir doesn't hold of the din that when you collect from Yosomim, it should always be Ziburis. So then how does he allow the Ksuva of the Isha to collect from the Yosomim from Bainanis? That's what Rav's question is. So what is it like this? Amar Rav, Toshimah, come and listen. Rav Meir, Omer, Ksuvas Isha Bainanis. Now, Lechora, when Rav Meir said it, who is he referring to? Miman. From the Yisomim, the way Marzutra wanted to learn the case in the Mishnah is talking about. So he he doesn't hold of the ruling that we said, that Mishnah, that it seems to be unequivocally that any time you collect from the Yisomim, it has to be... But he doesn't hold of it. So obviously what? If he holds of it, then what must Rav Meir, when Rav Meir said, it's Bainanis. Who is he referring to? He must be referring to who? No, because he said, must be the husband. So if Rav Meir is referring to the husband, then the Tanakhama must also be referring to the husband. So you see, not like Marzutra, you say that the, you see the Tanakhama holds, when you collect from the husband, it's also going to be Beziburis. That's the worst question. So so therefore, Rav Meir must be talking about from the husband. Michlal, the Rabbonin who disagree, Sabri Beziburis from the husband. And he's a contradiction then to the ruling of, of Marzutra. Again, right? Clear? 
one more time. Our Mishnah says that Ksuba Isha, the Tanakhama says Ksuba Isha is from Ziburis. Comes along Marzutra and he says it's only referring to the Yisomim. Because from the husband it'll be Bain in this. Rav approved, he says, that Rav Meir and our Mishnah disagree with Tanakhama and he said the Ksuba Isha is from Bain in this. Now who's it talking about? The Chora from the Yisomim. Why would Rav Meir disagree with the rule that whatever you collect from Yisomim... It's 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 a burris. It's always a burris. How would he hold that? Why would he say it's bainerness? Elamai is talking about the husband. Well, if he's talking about the husband, he's a bainerness. Must be the Tanakhama when it said that it's a burris. Is also referring to the husband, which is a contradiction to the position of Marzutra. So one of pushes back and says no. It is talking about the Yasomim. Now, what was your question? Your question was, well, then why would Rav Meir hold that she can collect her ksuva from the Yasomim like a regular creditor? Like at the Bebedris, the Chorah, all creditors collect from the Yasomim. Zibur. And what it says, because Rav Meir does agree with the China Svara. That Svara that they were lenient with her to create that Chain, right? That's, that's Rav Meir's Shita. That's why he taught the holes that it remains bainanist and it doesn't drop down by the Ksuva Isha. But by the husband, it could be like Mazutra said, everybody agrees, which is collecting after divorce from the husband, that it will be bainanist. The Machlokas is only by the Yasomim, do we say the Svar of China or not to help her out? That's the only issue. And, and that special concept for China is only by the, they came and made it by the woman, right? To get her... According to Rav Meir. Only according to Rav Meir. By the, by the Yasomim. You don't need that Svara by the, the Ksuba from the husband, because then she's like a regular creditor. It's more just like this. It is going on the Yisomim. The Shani Ksuba's Isha, Mishum Chinar, holds that they did make that leniency by the Ksuba's Isha, even from the Yisomim, because of Chain, and they left it in Bainanis. They didn't downgrade her to Siburis. Okay. So, bottom line is, so, uh, uh, we had over here the ruling of Marzutra. We had a, uh, a, a, a question from Rava, which the Gemara then defended. Now, Amr Abaya. Abaya wants to throw his hat in the ring here. He says, Toshima, come and listen. He says, Our Mishnah said three different uh, right. categories. We said, for damages, what do you get paid? It is. It is. Best All right. Balcho, we said, is Bainanis. And Suva's Isha, we said, that's what goes straight, is Ziburis. Now, listen to what Rav is going to say. Rav is going to say that if these three categories are Lechora, are parallel cases, just with different situations going on, just in terms of who are you paying, right? So you pay, why are you paying? Are you paying because of damages? Are you paying because of a, uh, uh, a loan? Or are you paying because of exuva? Now, if you tell me that the case of the exuva is specifically referring to paying, uh, it's, it's referring to the yisomim that are paying, then the other two cases also should be referring to where the yisomim are paying. And now that doesn't make sense. Because we said that when Yisomim pay, they should always be paying in Zaburis. So therefore, Abayzad must be the case of the Ksuba cannot be talking about Yisomim. Because if the case of the Ksuba is talking about Yisomim, it only makes sense parallel structure that the other two cases are also about Yisomim. Therefore, it makes more sense to say that when it says the Isha collects 
from Zibluris. It's not talking about Yisrael. It's talking about she's getting it from her husband, which is like a regular creditor. And then the cases with the other two cases would make sense. But if you limit the case of Isha, like Marzutra, only to the case of Yisrael, then the other two cases would have to be talking about a case of a state or Yisrael as well. And the halacha then would come out correctly. That's the point that buys me. A very stark riot. <coughs> so what is it like this? So therefore, Amr Abayu. Who are the, who is the, the, the collection being taken from? The Elam, it's the Yas, Yasmi, the estate is paying up. So my Eric Suvis Isha, then why are you only saying you stole him in the case of Suvis Isha? Avila call out Anami. The other two cases, then should we talk about parallel cases? Should we talk about who's paying the damages? The Yasomim. Who's paying the, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the, the case of, um, of Bachov. It's the Yasomim. So Elolav must be in order for it, to, and that doesn't make sense, right? So there must be Minei. We're talking about it's not Yisomim that they're paying. So there was not talking about Yisomim. In all three cases, not talking about Yisomim paying. Therefore, in the case of the Ksuvas Isha, the Zaburis must be talking about who's paying? The husband. Kashon Marzutra. So Amr Rabachabar Yaakov. So Rabachabar Yaakov comes out with a creative way of learning what actually took place. In our Mishnah, what's the scenario of our Mishnah that works for all three cases, but then does not come out being a contradiction to the ruling that was made by Marzutra. Remember, the ruling of Marzutra was, basically, is that when we say that the Suvas Isha is the Ziburis, that's only referring to if she's collecting from the, the estate. But if she collects from the husband, she can collect from Bainanis. So we're going to have to learn the Mishnah in a certain way that doesn't contradict the principles set forth by Marzutra. Let's see. She says like this. The case he's talking about over here is that the father made himself an Orev. Orev, we learn out from the parish of the Torah where Yehuda made himself into an Orev to bring back uh, Binyamin, if you remember. There's so therefore, we learn out the laws of Arvus. Basically, an Arav is a cosan or an underwriter that basically says that if the principal defaults, I got it. I got it. I'll, I'll kick in. So what, what, what the Rav Achabar Yaakov is going to say we're dealing with over here is that the father made himself an array to the liability of the son in all three cases. So in the cases, the son caused the damage, right? There was an assessment against him. And the father underwrote that if he defaults, I will pay. The son took out a loan, right? And the bank or the lender was only willing to agree if there was an array. The father came along and he made himself the underwriter. And in the case of the ksuba, the father made himself the array for the daughter-in-law. He made himself an array right. to cover the son that when the daughter-in-law comes asking, he will come uh, undertake. What the Gemara is going to say is as follows. Therefore, that was the case of our Mishnah. And what the way it works is the array steps into the situation of what that, how that debt would have been satisfied. So therefore, in the case of Nezokin, right, the rights of the the nizak to collect from the son would have been be'idis because mate of sedei or mate of karami yishal and therefore when the arev has to pay obviously we talk about a situation where there's no land 
left by the son, so the father has to pay. What quality land does the father have to give? It is. Because the son was, would have to give it is. Second case, when there's a loan, loan, uh, the, the son would have had to pay Bainanis, so to the father will have to pay Bainanis. Now, let's understand, the third scenario is the case of Iksuva. Since the majority of cases, when is Iksuva normally paid out? The By the death of the husband, which is from the orphans. And therefore, what would the orphans have to pay? Ziburis. Therefore, in this case, the father also has to pay Ziburis. So that's how we learn the Mishnah. Therefore, all three scenarios come up and you don't have a question anymore on Marzutra. Let's go inside. So, Amar of Akbar Yaakov, that the son, the father became an, uh, an Arev for either the damages of his son or the Balchov or for the creditor of his son or the Ksuvah's Kalasa or for the Ksuvah of his daughter in law. Right? And each one follows the normal rule of what would have happened had the Arev not had to kick in, if it would have been settled under the normal situation. So, now, the, uh, Nizakin Valchayv, in the case of Nizakin and the Valchayv, that Lechora, if the father-in-law, if the father would not have to, uh, kick in, who would have normally had to pay? The son. The son, right? When he'd be alive. And when he'd be alive, so therefore, uh, the Mechayim Gov, that's normally collected when the son is alive, say, Yunami, Kimagri, Kimachayim, he would, the father never pays, like the son would have had to pay if the son were alive. It is for Nezakin, Tainan is for the case of Chov. Right? So therefore, Kimagri, Mechayim Gov. By Ksuvas Isha, the normal way this would have been paid out, nine out of ten times would have been? Divorce. Because it would have been paid from? Father, after the death of the son, would have been paid from the ksuva, from the assignment, to the achramisa gavya, even though there is a small percentage that it would have been a divorce, but we generally go with the norms. The norm is that he undertook to pay the way it would normally have been paid out, which would have been in a case of where the son is dead, and therefore, year two, he has to pay under that normal circumstance, and therefore, the achramisa, miman gavya, who would you normally pay from, who you would collect from, you, uh, uh, you from the Yisomim. And therefore, in such a case, he pays like the Yisomim would have normally paid. And therefore, which is Zaburis. Now, this works beautifully. The only problem is, what the one is going to say is that this whole koach of being an Arev without a Kenyan, like you really make yourself an Arev, you, you didn't technically give up anything, and you accept in yourself a lot of liability, it's questionable what the mechanics of that should be able to be. So there are, we're going to see, the one is going to say, is that Arev normally, if you say I'm going to be an Arev, you're bound, you're on the hook. Now, but, that is because when there is a debtor and a creditor, the, the creditor is giving up because of your undersigned. What's he giving up? He's giving up the loan. He's giving up the money. Because you're willing to put your name down to defend the debtor, the creditor gave out of pocket, gave um, the money. So therefore, so there are opinions hold that the concept of Arave only works if somebody's losing money because of you. Someone's losing something because of you. By Exuva, on the other hand, 
Right? The Isha is not taking a financial hit. She's not losing anything. So we're going to see some say that even if you make yourself an Arev, I don't worry about the Ksuba. If he doesn't pay you, I'll pay you. We don't take it seriously. Why? Because we say you're just trying to, there's a mitzvah. He needs to get married. So you're just trying to encourage the woman to marry the mitzvah, to get the mitzvah without getting married, the man should marry the woman. But it's not a real liability. So if you hold that, therefore, it's not a real liability, then it comes out, there is no such concept of an arev. So this, when it comes to a case of a ksuva, because there's no loss of money. Who doesn't lose any money? Not the arev. The woman doesn't lose any money by saying yes. As opposed to in a case of a loan, so therefore now if you hold that, then this whole answer goes out the window. Because there is no such thing as the father having to step in and pay for the son, because there is no din arev in the lives of Aksuba. That's the most question over here. So Frag the Gemara of a tape of lay, why don't you learn out the following issue, which is actually a problem. The arev de Aksuba, lo mishtabe. That an arev of aksuva does not encumber himself. He does not become on the hook for making himself an arev. So when it says like this, uh, uh, so the says is there is something that's called a super arev. A super arev is called a kablan. There's, a, uh, there's an arev kablan. Now I'm not going to get into all the mechanics. It's really be, we don't have to do that now. We're going to learn that in other places in Shas. But there is something called an arev kablam. So therefore, even if you hold an arev doesn't work by exuva, but if you make yourself into an arev kablam, then it does work. So what you have to say in order to defend Marzutra anyway that all the three cases are talking about in the case of an arev, how does it work in the case of suva? Is he made himself into a, not just a regular arev? The father made himself into an Arev Kablan, which does work by the Ksuba. So one says that it means they're talking about the Kablan. Now, let's go to the next problem here. The problem is going to be like this. Is we're going to see, it's actually a machlokus. So we're going to see... Then he's an Arev. Then he could be an Arev. Then he's an Arev. Then the, the same Allah, then, then everything works out. Like we said before, he pays what would have normally been paid from the Yisomim, but it's in Zaburis. No, no, no. It works. She's not losing. Even if she's not losing, an Arav Kabbalan works. Okay. All right. I'm just saying what the mechanics of it, what kind of Kenya needs to be, I'm not getting into it, but she said, uh, Arav doesn't work, Arav Kabbalan does work. But there is a problem, even in the case of Arav Kabbalan, is like this, is that the Gemara is going to, sh- to bring down a machlokus later on, is that even if you say that an Arav Kabbalan can work, right, there are opinions that say it's only if the person who you make yourself an Arab Kablan for actually has assets. Now, if he has no assets whatsoever, the one says that still, even though you've made yourself an Arab Kablan, who's in their right mind is going to make himself into an Arab knowing that, that the, not the might, the person who you're covering for does not have any assets. So it's for sure going to go directly to you. So there is an opinion that holds that even if a super arev normally will work, but in the case, or we'll see if that's after the case of the ksuba, or in other cases, but if the person you're stepping in for has no assets... Yeah, the Kablan has assets. Not the Kablan. The Kablan has assets. The person you're going to be... It's going to come directly to you. Who would, who would agree to that? You normally, normally the way an arev works is, listen, 
I'll cover for him if he can't pay. But when I know he can't pay, I'm not just covering for him, right? Then, then I'm on the hook. So, say, so there are things as a whole that doesn't work. Now, the in our case, we're dealing with there are no assets. What's the proof that there are no assets? Because even in the first two cases, where the case of damages, where it says that what's happening is the father's paying for the son. We're talking about the case of uh, uh, credit. Why do you have to pay for the son? Obviously, you're paying for the son is because obviously the son has no, no assets. Because if the son had assets, the auto, so we're dealing with a situation with no assets. Well, if you're dealing with no assets, it doesn't necessarily help to make a father an RF Kablan, because if you hold an RF Kablan only works is where the person he's doing it for, then it wouldn't work under this situation. That's the most question. So when it says, that will only work, the answer that's saying it's an Arif Kablan only works, that you can become an Arif Kablan even if it, it is binding, even if the person you're covering for doesn't have any assets. Right? Yeah, means the creditor, the borrower, I'm not the creditor, the debtor, the borrower has no assets, it works, an Arif Kablan will work. Right, Meshavet Shapir, he still could be, uh, he could Meshavet himself, he could put himself, and he could encumber himself, put himself on, uh, on the hook, right. even though there are no assets for the, for the borrower. But El Lamanda, Amar, I Islam, Meshavet, Ilayse, But if you hold that an Arev, even an Arev Kablan only works, is if the person you're covering for, at least at the time when you committed, had the assets, so Ma'ikla Mema, how are you going to explain this answer? Because in this answer, clearly we're talking about the reason why it goes back to the Arev or the Arev Kablan is because the person you're covering for had no assets. Because if he had the assets, you wouldn't need a Kablan. Then you don't, then, then you wouldn't go, but you wouldn't be going to the Arev. You'd be going to the estate directly. Right. So says like this. So one gives two answers to this. One could be is that maybe at the time of when he made himself into the Arev, or in the, the first two cases, or the Arev Kablan, is that the person, his son, actually had assets at that time. But what happened? He lost it. By the time the debt became due, it was some kind of natural disaster, yeah. and they don't exist, or, 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 or people had seized, robbers had seized them, whatever it is. So therefore, that answers the question. How could he make himself an Arab Kabbalah if there were no assets? The answer is what? At the time, there were assets, so it was binding. Right. So he buys Ema, but that he had them. But he started, he started means they became flooded. They, they now became, they became ruined. The Ibais Ema, the Mark gives another very interesting chap. The Mark says it's true. By normal RF Kablan, if a guy who you are going to cover, you want him to get a loan, and you say, I'll make myself into an RF Kablan, we said it only works if he has assets. That is true by most people, but not with a father and son. By a father and son, the father is still behind himself as an RF Kablan. Dr. RF Kablan, even if what? The son doesn't have any assets. He's willing to cover himself. So therefore, the case of the Ksuva, if it's, if it's not, if it's not an Arab Kablan, then you have a problem. Maybe he's only doing it because he wants his son to get married. But if he made himself into an Arab Kablan, then we say he's a financial response. I, the son doesn't have any assets. By a father, he's willing to accept himself liability even if the son does not have any assets. How are you saying that every time the father underwrites the son, it's automatically Arab Kablan? Or he has no, to no, 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 no. It has to follow the mechanics of Arab Kablan. Okay. So, like that. so, when it comes to his son, he's Meshavit himself, again, the way in the case of Arab Kablan. So there it becomes, he can become an Arab Kablan for his son, even though the son didn't have an asset. So you don't have to make up the case that he had and got destroyed, even if he never had it to begin with. All right. 
itmar. We're now going to bring down that machlokus that we alluded to. Arev diksuva, a regular arev, not an arev kablet, in a case of iksuva, divra kolo Everybody agrees that even a father, by the way, if it's just a regular arev, right, that uh, underwrote that it's going to back up the ksuva, yeah. whether there's a chosim, there's no chosim, you can't take that arev as binding because, it's, because there's no loss of money to, because, because of, of, of from, from, because of your arvus. Uh, your you just, they would say, you want a mitzvah to happen, that's why you put your name to the documents. Just a form of encouragement as opposed to really financial response. That everybody agrees. And also, says the Gemara, kablan de balchay. If you make yourself into an Arev Kablon in a case of where there's a Chov, like a regular IOU, not a case of Eksuva, then also Divra Kol Mishtabit. There's no question. That, that's for sure you Mishtabit yourself. Because you didn't even make yourself into a regular Arev. You made yourself into an Arev Kablon on the case where there's a regular IOU and because of you, the lender is the lender's giving the money. There's no question. So where there's no question is a regular Arev by Aksuva for sure doesn't work. An Arev Kablon by a regular Cho for sure does work. Where is there a point of contention? Arev de Baal Choyv. Let's say you're a regular Arev in a case of a Baal Choyv. Right? The Kablon de Ksuva. And where you're making yourself not a regular Arab, but an Arab Kablon, in the case of Aksuva, Pligi, there there are going to be some points of contention. Let's see where the Machlokas will be existing. Now, the Ikalamanda Amar, there is an opinion that holds, Avagav de Leisle Nixi that even if the borrower does not have any assets, that we tried about, the borrower doesn't have any assets, but you made yourself into an Arev by a regular loan or an Arev Kablon in the case of a Ksuva, even though there are no assets, but, in, uh, but nevertheless, if you made yourself an Arev by a regular loan, somebody's giving money because of you, whether or not they're assets or not, or in the case of a Ksuva, you made yourself, why do you go above and beyond from regular Arev? You made yourself into an Arev Kablon, so there's an opinion whether there's assets or not doesn't matter. Either way, Mishtabit, that you are bound by the Arvus and you have legal responsibilities, financial responsibilities. Now the Eagle Mandam, but on the other hand, there are opinions that hold that E Islay only if they're assets. Even in a case of a regular Arev by a loan, and in even a case of an Arev Kablan, by the case of Suva, it's only considered to be legally binding if what? Right. If the person you are covering has assets. Right, he is the mishtabed. He lays the law mishtabed. Now, what's the halacha lemaisa? The yochasa. The halacha is the kulahu avol gav the lays lay mishtabed. In all cases of a regular arev, you're bound, even if there's no assets for the person you're covering. Bar mi arev dixuva, except for the case of suva. In the regular case of suva, all right, there. Even if there are assets in a regular case of Arev, when it comes to Ksuva, we say that you're not binding yourself. Meaning, unless it's going to be a Arev Kablam. But in a regular case, you will not be Mishtabe, even if there are assets. My time, what's the reason? Because we say over there, because since the woman's not giving up anything, she's not giving up any money, so the only reason you made yourself was the Arev is for what reason? Because mitzvah, who the Aved, the Lord, when she's not losing anything, therefore it is 
binding. Now, just let's circle back over here. Is that we have still not been able to disprove Marzutra's contention. We're still sticking with that. That Marzutra learned when it says that Aksuba's Isha is paid out in Zaburis, it's only talking about when she's collecting from the Yasomim, not when she's collecting from the husband. Now the Gemara has a proof from Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon is going to go back to what we learned yesterday. Remember, yesterday we said that whether it's Minat Torah, the Svara, or whether the Svara is only based on the Takahar, the Chachamim, but he gave for each one of the Takahar, why is it that this one should collect from this, which one should collect from that? The Mishnah gave, we brought down a Brysa that gave the reason for the Tikkun Olam, for what the Takahar was going to be. Now what he's going to say is, when it got to the case of Ziburis, why does the Isha collect from Zaburis? What do we say the reason was? We said is that because we don't want women specifically identifying people they want to get married to, people that have good assets, really nice assets, which was the same thing by a Balcho. We didn't want that happening. And therefore, we knocked down what they could collect from. So in the case of the Balcho, we knocked down to Bainanis. Because we don't want people not lending money either. So we don't want to knock it all the way down to Zaburis. In the case of the Isha, we could knock it all the way down to Zaburis because we say that women have, according to Chachamim anyway, they have an urge to get married anyway. So we could even knock it down to Zaburis. That's the reason we gave. Now, says the more like this. If you're telling me the Din of Zaburis only applies by the Yasomim, you don't have to give that reason. You know why it's Zaburis? Because there's a takana that any time you collect from your somim, they pay Ziburis. Why do you have to give the reason? Because we don't want women getting married because they want to get the ksuba, they want to get the assets, and therefore we knock them down in order to protect that that's not the reason why they're getting married. You don't have to come up to that reason. Why? The reason you the reason of Ziburis, why? We don't do, so therefore must be if that reason was given, it's talking about why she can't get from, she collects the Buddhas even from the husband. Well, that's a problem with the position of Marzutra. Mm-hmm. Let's read it inside. So, Amaravina Tosh Makam, listen, me, Koro, originally, the Taknina, the Sakantin, that we made the, the, the Takana, the original Takana, is Yosem Masha Isha Roitzalisa, Isha Roitzalinosa. We said the reason why we can knock it down all the way to the Buddhas is because women have this urge to get married more than the men do, and it's not going to, Making the ksuba be collected in Zulurus, he's not going to hold them back from getting married. Now, if you're telling me that that din of Zaburus only applies according to my Zutra by the case of Yusayimim, the reason why it's Zaburus has nothing to do with because we want to knock them down because we don't want them to get married. The reason why it's Zaburus is why? Yusayimim. So therefore, Moses says to you, to you. So that is an unrefutable uh, answer, which is a refutation on the position of Mazutra. And therefore, when the Mishnah says that Aksuvah's Isha comes from Zaburis, what does it mean? Across the board. Not only from Yasomim, which is Parshid, but even from in the case of divorce, from the husband, it still only be the Zaburis. So how do we get rid of the thing from a day ago about Achina that we want to encourage women to get married? Ask me later. Ask me later. I'm, just, I'm even going to get caught. Amar Mar. Amar Zutra. Bereidu Rav Nachman. Mishmeidu Rav Nachman. So again, there's another ruling from Rav Arzutra, the son of Rav Nachman. This time he actually says it in his father, Rav Nachman's name. Last time he didn't say his father's name, this time he's saying his father's name. Now, the case is as follows. Shtar Chova Yotza Ale Yesomim. Right? 
you have a situation like this, it's an IOU. Now, we said regularly, if you collect an IOU from your Simon, what do you have to pay? Zibur. It means the father took out the IOU, the father dies, now the lien falls fall to the assets of the father. We're going to get into it before, is it a mitzvah, is it an obligation? But anyway, it falls there. And now they pay, <coughs> we said that the obligation is they only have to pay from Ziburus. The problem over here is, the father wrote in the, in the IOU, I accept on myself to pay from my idis. That's what he wrote. The question is that, now, if you write that in there, now if they go to, to the Yusomim, yeah, the Dim Yusomim is the Buddhist, but I, my document says, it is. it is. Does the Takana of the Yusomim override yeah, what, the, the, what, he, what he wrote? Yeah. Everyone hear the question? Yeah. Sumoya says like this. Yeah. Sumoya says like this. But, and, and, and Rashi actually is very interesting. Rashi says that when you write something like that, it becomes like an orange. The land... Becomes like an array for the, uh, right? It's a good argument. It's not even going through the Yasomen. It's like going through the array. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, says like this. Let's see it. Sumara says as follows. Even though in the document was wrote Shvach. What is Shvach? You wrote Shvach. That means the payment will be taken care of from? Higher level. From, from Idis. Which means if the father would have been alive, normally he pays Bainanis. Here he would have to pay Idis, right? So, Einagov element is Iburis. So, Marzutra is saying in the name of his father, Rab Nachman, tremendous Chiddush, is that the, the Takana of the assignment Min Aziburis even overrides what he wrote. The, the, the documentation what the father would commit himself to do. So, Amar Abaya. So Abaya wants to back, in this case it's backing Rav Nachman. Abaya wants to show, I'll bring you a raya. He says, I'll, I'll bring you a raya. Why? He says like this, is that Teda, you should know that this is correct. Normally an IOU, what's the accepted norm when you pay an IOU back? It's Bainanis. Yet when the father dies, what happens? It goes down a level, goes to Ziburis. Ah, what happens to the fact the father is, uh, 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 accepted by himself to pay Bain on it? You see the Takana overrides even what the father had accepted by himself. Therefore, that's here too. Even though here's documented there, it wasn't necessarily But what's the difference whether it's documented or it's the norm? Either way, the Takana overrides. So therefore, miyazmi v'ziburis. That's what I buy. I want to bring a raya. Amalei Rover says, "Is that a good raya?" He says, "Apples and oranges. How can you bring that as a raya?" He says, "Achi hashto." One second. Is that a good example com- comparison? He says like this: Baal chayv, right? Actually, a buyer holds that a baal chayv dinay deraisa v'ziburis. He's going to bring a proof that regularly, if you want to pay off a, a baal chayv, actually, you could even pay off the baal chayv. With Ziburis. We'll see why Rava holds that. It seems to argue with something we said yesterday. But he holds that it's regularly is by a, by a Baal Chov. A by, a, by Ziburis. That means, what happens is, the Chachamim bumped it up to Bainus. Why do they bump it up to Bainus? Because they, they want to encourage people to lend. If you lend somebody cash, and you're going to end up getting stuck with Ziburis because he doesn't have any money, people are going to be, there's going to be an aversion to lending money. So they said that if you lend somebody you can expect at least to get Bainanis. But the derisa really is, technically, if he wanted to, he could have, been pay, could have paid you with Ziburis. So now, I understand, therefore, when it comes to Yosemim, the Chachavim said, 
We don't make the takana to bump up. Where do we leave it? We leave it at the deraisa. And what was the deraisa? Siburis. That I understand. So your proof, they said, well, the father agreed to bane this was down. That I understand. But where the father wrote in the document that it's going to be idris, there the deraisa becomes that he really should be paying idris. Because he like that becomes like an array. In such a case, the chachamim are not going to say, oh, okay, fine, we don't need to make our takana. Not making our takana is not going to take away the deraisa was the idris. How can you bump it down to Zaburis? Everyone here, what Abai is basically saying is your comparison to the regular case of Chol, that there your commitment was Bebeinus and now it gets downgraded to Ziburis because the Yisoyimim, so yeah, even though your commitment was Yiddish, it gets downgraded. You can't compare that because in the case of a regular Chol, they're just removing the Takana, leaving at the Doraisa. Here, leaving at the Doraisa would be the case of Yiddish. So what is it like this? So therefore... The regular case of How do we know that? Very interesting proof. The halacha is that when, they, when you collect a mashkon, or you collect something that somebody owes you, right? It says you have to stand outside. And he will bring you whatever vessel it is to pay off the debt to his right. Now, obviously, if you're leaving it up to the borrower to go and bring a vessel, what type of vessel is he going to give you? He has to give you the full amount. The cheapest, he can't change the amount. But he's going to give you the worst quality, right? He's not going to give you the china that's worth $1,000 and give you two pieces of it. He's going to give you 100 pieces of the plastic that's worth $1,000. means he's going to give you the zaburi. So you see from the Torah already, Bachut's Tamod, you have to let him do it. That really the din is zaburi. I, why did the Chachamim then bump it up to Because outside you have to wait by Ish and the person that owes you the money will bring you one of his vessels. What is the norm that a person will bring you? Bring the worst quality Caleb is gonna bring you. So therefore, why did they bump it up from Ziburis? To bain on this, that's Kadesh Latino delegate and they love it. In order not to stop uh, stymie lending people lending money, they're going to give cash, they're going to give exuberance, they don't want to have, if they bump it to bain this. Now, Gabe Yasmi, therefore, but when it comes to Yasmin that now have to pay, there the Chachamim said, we're not bumping it up to bain on this, we leave it at the Daraisa, which is what? That's why the Yasmin are able to normally pay what? Ziburis. So the Rabbana the Raisa. But in our case, it's different. Because in our case, when the father wrote in the IOU that what? He's accepting on himself to pay from his lands that are in it, that the Raisa there becomes, that's to be in If the Raisa came in the Dine, but the Raisa is the Idis, then I feel the should be the Idis. Everyone yells, the Valdi Kakasha. Says it more like this. Ah, one second. Based on your question, how are you going to understand the following? The Rabbi Hatani Abram Chuzo. Abram Chuzo taught the following Brysa. What did he say? It says like this. Ain, is it a Mishnah or a Brysa? I think it's a Brysa, right? Brysa. It says, Ain Nefroin Menifsa Yisairim Ela Minaziburis. It says like this. That is actually, uh, it actually was a Mishnah later on, but he's actually paraphrasing the Mishnah there. It says that you don't pay your Somim unless you, you only have to pay your soul in Minaziburis. And even if the money is being paid to cover what? Not an IOU. What is it being used to pay? Nizakin. Still, the, the Nizak can only demand from the Yasomim. Ziburis. Ask the Gemara, what did the Torah say Nizakin has to be paid with? It is. It is. 
And still you see that Akonas Chachamim is. So you see that your Kasha is not a Kasha. You see the strength of the Takana is it could even override the right. So your question was, we never see from the case of regular loan that it's overriding a derisa. When you wrote it in the document, it's a derisa. But we see from the fact that you see that even for Nezakin, they only have to pay. Is this not a, ka- a-, a Kasha on Rava's understanding? Nizokin is dinam derisa. The pasuk is meisav there, meisav karmo. All right. Someone says like this: the ha nizokin dinam derisa is beidis. Someone says gaval geteres. Let's go. Let 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 me say it outside, and we'll see it inside. Listen carefully to the text. We learned yesterday machlokas Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. Right. The derisa that says meisav sadeh meisav karmo says Rabbi Shmuel that really means you have to give the best of whose lands of the nizok. The Nizak, you have to pay the best of his land. So therefore, it could come out a situation that let's say the Nizak has three quality pieces of land. A, B, and C. A being his highest, okay, and it's all subjective to what he has, alright? Now, the Mazik has, has also three quality pieces of land, except that his C, his Zaburit is equal to the A of the Nizak. Minat Torah, what would he have to give? Since it's the Nizak Shamin, and that's Metav Sad Metav Karma, he only has to give, the, the Mazak has to give his C, which really is his Ziburis, he's giving to the Nizak. Came along the Chachamim, and they said, no, one second. We want to create a penalty over here. We want to create a knas that if you have your C is equal to his A, we're not letting you get away with, you, his, with, with your C. You actually have to give your A, right? That's the Takana. So he says like this. So therefore, that was the term. Therefore, your Kasha is that it says that when you pay the Yisoyimim, when the pay is the same, it says you're allowed to pay them ziburis. So the question you're asking, the Torah has said that it has to be idis. How can you get away with paying? But, don't, 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 don't confuse things. That all, all of Abraham's Chazor said is that you only have to pay Zaburis. Our question was, the Torah says it has to be, it is not a question. What he's referring to is Rabbi Shmuel's scenario. Is Rabbi Shmuel's scenario is that Mina Torah, the Mazik could pay A, which is his Zaburis. So it means he can pay his Zaburis. He doesn't have to pay his Idis. Our question is, how do you let him pay his Zaburis that's going against the Torah? It's not going against the Torah. Because we're talking about it as his Idis, which actually lines up with the Idis. It's his Zaburis, which actually lines up to the Idis. So you are fulfilling the Din Torah. It's that the, the, the Takana is being removed. The Takana that you have to go from the Mazik's uh, Ziburis, so the mazik it is that's what's being removed, but it's still fulfilling the Torah because it's still the nezek shayminan. It comes out being the idis. So therefore, that question from Avram Chazor is not a question, which means Rava's question still remains: is that how can you tell me if the father wrote in there idis, which is the daraisa? We allow the yisoyim to only have to pay ziburis. That still remains. So when it says like this, my askinan is kegain shahaisa shahaisa idis, but the nezek. We're talking about a case where the, the A of the Nizag was equal to the C of the Mazik. Right. If you follow the letter of the law, it's been a Nizag Shaminan. You would only have to give the A of the Nizag, even though that A of the Nizag equals to the Ziburis 
of the mazik. It's only been a tikkun oilam takin rabbonim but a mazik that the mazik has to give his A. But God yasma, therefore when you're dealing with your simon, they take away the takana and leave it on the daraisa. So therefore, ukme rabbonim on the daraisa. And that's why you're paying them ziburis. But you're not really paying them ziburis minat Torah because it's based on the nizak shaymin which will be the nizak uh, idis. It just means you don't have to pay your own idis. That's all Avram Chazor was saying. Fractic more like this. Amy, is this so? I mean, what you're saying, is this correct? Okay? Basically, what we're, what we're, we're questioning now, the, the whole premise of, uh, of, uh, let's see. Vahatani Rabbelazer Nitvo'o. Nivso'o. Rabbelazer Nivso'o taught the following brysa. What did he teach? It says like this also later on in Ksuvis. Ain Ifrod Menesta Yisoyimim says that you don't pay the Nechassim of the Yisoyimim Elamina Ziburis only from Ziburis right now Afilu Heid Idis even if it's Idis now the one says what does that mean the, the, the words don't make any sense we have to understand what it means you don't pay you only have to pay Ziburis even if it's Idis so the Chorah my Afilu Heid Idis and one says you know what must be referring to our case even though the father wrote Idis you still only have to give Ziburis, which means this supports Marzutra, and it's against the contention of Rava. So it means even though you wrote it, even though it's a Doraisa, the Takonas Chachamim overrides the Doraisa, and you only have to give Ziburis. That's the Chorah, what the, otherwise, how do you understand what, what, the, what that statement of Elezer is going to be? Right? So, so therefore, Lav is not talking about Avagav, the Chsiv, Idis, Bishtara, even though Idis was written in the Shtar, like our case of Marzutra, but, uh, but you still only have to give Ziburis, which then would be a support of Marzutra, and it would be a Kasha on Rava. So what says, Loi, my Idis, what it's referring to here is a whole different situation. I'm going to explain this outside. Normally we say, how many levels are there? It is three. three. There are three. Now, there is a situation where there's actually four levels. There's idis, and there's something called super idis. <laughs> super idis is like, just even way above any industry norm. Yeah. Now, if you write in a loan, if you write in a loan, I am going to pay you back from my idis, the assumption is, it's the super idis that needs to be paid back from. Because that's really your highest idis, that's the super idis. Now you write that in there. Now it comes out a very interesting halacha over here. Now, we said as follows. Your writing, what I was going to say, your writing actually is binding you to that particular thing that you obligate. It's like that becomes the lien on that property. What happens if you wrote, I'm going to pay for my idis, and then something happened to your super idis. Super idis got seized, got flooded. Now you don't have that super idis anymore. So what would you say logically should happen? Regular. Drops to your regular idis. Doesn't work that way. Once the thing that you put on the lien no longer exists, it's as if the condition is removed. Now, if the condition is removed, then what does the borrower have to pay? Like a regular case of a loan. What does he pay from? Venomous. Means some, when it's, it's called, it's called shapoi idish. Shapoi idish means the idish jumped away. So when the, when, what the lien was placed on no longer exists, things just go back to the norm. Alright? So what the one is going to say is like this. So in a case of a regular loan, where you wrote, I want to pay you a smile, I'm going to pay you my super idish. And, the, and, and, and that doesn't exist anymore, that makes you now you only have to pay from the Bainanist. 
the case of the Yisomim that we brought down from Rabbi Lezer, he's talking about a situation like this. Also, the father said, I'm going to pay with my super idis, but that super idis no longer exists. Well, that super idis no longer exists. Where does it jump back to? No, no, because now it's Yisomim. So therefore it goes to Zeburis. That's the case over there. But in a normal case where the Idis would still be around, Rubber's still going to maintain, not like Marzutra. You bound yourself to rice and you wrote, and there that exists. Even from the Yisomim, you're going to have to pay the Yisomim. It never jumps by the Yisomim, because we have a Takanam that says Zeburis. Even when he writes Idis. We're talking about the case where he wrote Idis, he had super Idis. And then oh, it, it goes like this. Like so the says it follows. Light. The says like this. Light. My idis. What is it referring to over here? Shapoi idis. It's talking about that there was super idis, Shapoi, that jumped away, that got destroyed. Right. Like Rava. Dama Rava. Hezik Ziburis. Let's say you damage Ziburis. Gova Minha idis. Regular din, regular din. Made of made of caramel that you can collect from idis. And let's go Rabbi Shmuel, Chazal, or even Rabbi Akiva. It's benizak. It's benamazik shayminan. So really, you should have a right to collect from the idis. But what happened was, we're going to see that something happens to it. So now all bets are off, and the mefarshim speak out because you can say mazal chagarim that the mazik can say the nizvik. Yes, I would have had to given you idis. But clearly something happened to it after it was determined what I have to pay you, so therefore I don't have to give you idis anymore because your, your, the, the muzzle, uh, damaged, your, your muzzle caused it to happen, which would make sense in the case where there's the super idis. So now I don't have to give you that super idis, but I don't have to give you the, the it doesn't exist, but I don't have to give you the next level of idis as well. So really it should drop to Zaburis. But there, the, uh, Chacham said that we push it up like by a, like a regular debt, it goes up to, Bainanis, which is going to be only true by the case of a regular death, but not in the case of Yosomim, there it leaves it as Zaburis. Even from the super idis, you'd be allowed to collect from the super idis, but Shafai idis, but if that super idis now jumped away and no longer is there, so, so you say, okay, don't go to the superior idis, then what? Go to the, the next step. Shafai idis, no. Then it goes back to, then it goes to the regular din, of, uh, of, 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 of Bainanis. You can only collect from Bainanis. Now, Gabe Yasmi, when it comes to the Yasemim, then, Ukimina Daraisa, meaning because the lien is no longer binding, why is the lien no longer binding? Because what you wrote, that just got destroyed, so therefore in such a case, then it goes down to the, the regular din, which what, what is the regular din? Right, go down to Ziburis. Okay, let's go on. Says more like this. Mm-hmm. So we learned in our Mishnah. Special Takana was made that it's not considered like a regular lien, like a regular loan, but if you're collecting from the Yasaimim, any outside liability gets <coughs> dropped down from to the Yasomim. The one wants to know, is Yasomim represent whether they're adults or minors, or it's only if they're specifically minors? That's the one wants to know. Everyone here. Where's it like this? Boy boy bar ami. Yisayimim Means this special takana was it made for all Yisayimim that you know, they only have to pay for Ziburis or only if they're minors. Takanta he, maybe this special takana was made to Abu Rabbonon like we normally would, who would they want to protect? They want to protect who? 
Do we require the person paying you back to pay bainerness, right? Is because we're afraid. If, 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 if lenders know when they lend money, they're going to get paid back as a bourist, might what, what might happen? They're not going to lend money. He said that's in a normal situation. But where you're lending somebody in the case of the Yusum, you don't expect you didn't expect the guy to die. So we're not we're saying therefore it's not going to be a problem. If you oh the Yusum, I'm only going to get from Zaburis, we're not worried that that's going to happen. So therefore, therefore we don't in such a case they made the takana that that it could that they allowed it to be from Zaburis and they did not worry that it's going to not stop people from lending. And if that's the Svara, then it could be that the takana was for the benefit of not just the minors, it's also for the benefit yeah, of the, 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 the adults as well. So Mara says like this. So Mara says, the loy masik died to the malvam. The lender doesn't think, it doesn't enter his mind, the misloy the guy's lending money is going to die. The love nix that can make yasin is the money is going to, and the assets are going to fall to the assignment. The havali no delis if they love, that's going to cause a locking of the doors and not lending the money. Here's the havilu doylem nami, therefore it should apply by doylem too. So that's the shayla right now. Was this din of ziburis, for a tanim or for goyim as well. Toshimara tanim abaya kashisha. Yosemish amru gedolim. So abaya kashisha said beferish that gedolim get paid. Jamru gedolim. They ain't tarik lemek tanim. It's whether they tam biners or 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 children. So much is like this. There's actually two takonas. One takona was when the, the estate pays back, they pays the buris. The other one, if you make a claim from the estate, you have to take an oath. You have to swear that you will never pay back by the father. So it says you have no raya here. There could be legabe the oath. Whether you're adult or minor, you don't know what happened with the father. You have to make the oath. But in terms of Ziburis or Bainanis, we don't have a raya yet from this, because maybe it's only talking about the oath. An adult is considered to be like a minor when it comes to the oath. He doesn't know what happened to his father. But maybe with the Takonim Ziburis, it wasn't only done, it was only done for the minors or not. That whether you, when you're dealing with this Takonim for the Yusayimim, it's whether they Ktanim or Doilim, and for sure it's going to be even Ktanim, and the Bain Lishvua, both Lishvua, Bain Ziburis, or for the Ziburis as well. Thank you.